welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello everyone, happy last episode of October. Today's episode is a Q&A and I can't believe October is almost over. I will say it felt like a very long month for me personally. I know a lot of people were like, it's flying by and, and I just, I feel like October has been forever. So I'm definitely ready for November. We are one of those people who decorate for Christmas, like the second it turns November. And we've actually, we've been debating decorating now and it's October as I'm recording this. So we are those people. And my husband is on the same level as me as far as the love for Christmas. So I am a very blessed woman. So today's Q and A, we're going to go over three questions that were submitted. And every month I put a question box up in my Instagram, um, stories at, uh, it's tavinebarano.rd. And every month I put up a question box for a Q and A for the podcast and I get some submittals and I go over them at least once a month on a Q and A episode. So look out for that question box. If you have any questions or you can always DM me a question and I'll save it for the next episode. So today I'm going to answer three questions. So the first question that was asked is what supplements do you take? I take very few supplements and I, and I do believe that you cannot out supplement a poor diet or poor nutrition. So don't just run to pills and shakes and powders if you aren't addressing your nutrition first. And we learned in school, in my master's program, a lot of these supplements are completely unnecessary. And one of my professors said, they just make expensive urine because our body typically filters them all out. And if we don't, and if we overtake vitamins and supplements, we can actually get toxicity to them. So too much of a good thing is not a good thing. But with that said, I do take four-ish, depending on if you count the last one as a supplement. Um, supplement. So I take a probiotic. I take the Dr. Amen brand. I think it's like a brain probiotic. It's about gut health and mental health. So as we've talked about, the gut and brain are very, very closely linked. And so I do, I subscribe to his probiotic. I get it every other month. It's 60 pills and it's actually pretty affordable compared to other probiotics that I've tried. And it's the first one that I've actually noticed a big difference in with my gut health. And so I, I love his probiotic. It's Dr. Daniel Amen's brand. And then I also take a magnesium and D3 combination. I have very, very low vitamin D. And so I take D3 and then we combined it. We found one that combines with magnesium because that really helps with anxiety. Magnesium is known as nature's kind of chill pill. And so I like to to take both of those together. I take prenatal gummies because I am five and I, I started taking gummies back when I got super, super nauseous while I was pregnant with the like horse pills of prenatals. And so I still take prenatal gummies. I take them when I am pregnant, when I'm not pregnant, when I'm breastfeeding, I take them all the time. So prenatal gummies. And then the last one is collagen in my coffee. And this is the one that some people are like, that's not a supplement, but I do put collagen in my coffee every single morning. I have noticed a big difference with my joints. I have a really, really bad knee. The cartilage in my right knee is almost completely gone from years of running eight to 10 miles a day, thinking that 
I was doing something good for my body. Um, I love running. I still do to this day, but I just, I can't run um, without my knee being sore for days afterwards. And so collagen has really helped with my knee pain, my hair, my skin, my nails, all of that. And so I take collagen in my coffee every morning. So those would be the four supplements that I take every single day. The second question was, how can I eat less sugar? I just don't feel great eating it. And I kind of love this question because she's not saying, how can I eat less sugar? I want to lose weight and sugar is bad. She's saying, I just don't feel great eating it. And I, I really do think that sometimes we just restrict for restriction's sake instead of setting healthy boundaries for ourselves to help us feel better. I am a big fan of healthy boundaries and healthy disciplines. And this person who submitted this question seems to just really not feel great eating that much sugar, which a lot of us don't, to be honest. And so that's a different motivation. That's a different drive to maybe cut back on a certain food group when you actually legitimately are not feeling well and not just for the sake of restricting something. And so there are mixed opinions out there if sugar is addictive or not. And I have found that when I cut it out completely, I just want it even more. But then when I do have a lot of it, I feel terrible, just like maybe this person who submitted this question. I just don't feel great eating it. And so I have found that eating less sugar is fine, but also incorporating it in a way in like micro doses throughout your week, right? So that you're not completely deprived, but in a way and in a context that makes you feel really good. So nowadays I will ask myself, have I had good protein throughout the day? Have I had vegetables? Have I had healthy fats? Have I had nourishing foods? And is this sugar going into my body with a foundation of nourishment so that my body is resilient and kind of knows what to do with it? Or is this sugar going into my body? Am I having scoops of ice cream every single night? And is it just kind of out of balance? And so I like to think about what my foundation is for the day or for the week. Have I had really nourishing food throughout the week? And am I just grabbing ice cream with our youth group on Friday nights? Or are we taking our girls down to ice cream on a Saturday, you know? And so I really do think that it's looking at the context of what you're eating. You can definitely eat less of it. Um, if you find yourself craving it, I recommend upping your protein. Protein is just like a craving crusher and a satiety promoter, and it keeps you so full and keeps you feeling so satisfied with your food. Protein and fat is so satisfying to eat. So make sure you're having good protein, healthy fats, and vegetables throughout your day. And then if you are wanting something sweet, try making something at home. I automatically, when you make something at home, it has less sugar, less chemicals, less of all the random ingredients that we find out in the stores. And so using coconut sugar, using honey or using maple syrup, these are all still sugar. Don't get me wrong. If you are diabetic, these will still raise your blood sugar. They are still sugar, but there are also some health benefits attached to these sugars. So you can also make like a healthy baked good. I like making gluten-free baked goods or paleo baked goods so that we can still enjoy that flavor and that texture without kind of getting a sugar bomb in our, in our bloodstream. So I would ultimately recommend upping your protein, upping your veggies and, you know, making sure that the foundation of your meals are nourishing throughout the week and then having sugar in that context so that you feel a little bit better eating it versus on an empty stomach or after a week of not really eating that much of nourishing food. And then you're going to feel even worse when you have, you know, a big bowl of ice cream. So that would be my answer to that question. And then the last question was kind of funny. How do you stay motivated to do it all? I don't stay motivated and I don't do it all. I actually don't rely on motivation at all <laughs> because if I did, I would just follow my feelings and not get anything done. Imagine if we went through daily life just waiting to feel like feeding our kids or waiting to feel like going to work or waiting to feel like brushing our teeth or waiting to feel like wiping a poopy bottom. Like, no, so many things that we do, especially as mothers 
are things that we don't want to do, but we do it anyway, right? We don't wait for the motivation or the feeling. So I will say, I don't really rely on motivation. I rely on the discipline of planning out my week. I really stay on top of planning out our week. I look at the week ahead. I list about three to five things that I want to do every single day, combining my business with like home and personal life. So I have like business tasks I do every day and then home life I do every day. And I try not to overwhelm myself with a very long to-do list. I make sure that the things that are on that three to five things list actually move the needle, move me forward and actually are productive. So I would recommend just staying on top of your week, getting a planner. I love using the Hustle Sanely planner, but there's so many planners out there. I love using Hustle Sanely. Um, I plan my week ahead. I make sure that I sit down and do that every single Saturday or Sunday. Sometimes I even do it on a Friday for the following week. Um, and I also prep in the pockets of my day. And so I like to, you know, yesterday I got off a call. My mom was able to pick up Emma from school. And so I prepped a casserole real quick for dinner because we had ballet right after school. So we would get home right at five and everyone is always hungry the minute we get home from anywhere. And so I pulled that casserole together in I want to say like 12 minutes. I literally marinated the meat. I flattened the ground beef. I sliced up potatoes. I poured them on, I put them on top of the meat and then I poured a can of diced tomatoes, covered it with foil. I put it in the fridge. And then when we got home, I immediately turned on the oven and baked the casserole and dinner was ready super quick. And so prepping in that 12 minute pocket that I had finding the pockets every day where you can fold that load of laundry. It really doesn't take that long to do those little things. And sometimes when we have that looming list of things, it's more exhausting than just doing it. It's, I was talking to a client about this the other day, wondering if you should go on a walk for eight hours is more exhausting than just walking for half an hour. Wondering if you should fold that laundry or that you really need to clean the bathrooms for hours and just sitting there wondering if you should do it, if you don't want to do it. I don't feel motivated to do it. That's a lot more exhausting than just putting your earbuds in, listening to an audiobook and cleaning the bathrooms, right? And so a lot of times I like to follow the principle of an object in motion stays in motion. So if I am, you know, I set up a tidy timer, we do a lot of tidy timers around the house or we'll listen to whistle while you work and clean up the house. And if I stay in motion, I'm, I'm better able to manage the house. And so an object in motion stays in motion. I love that. I say that to myself all the time. And then lastly, I plan rest. I do plan rest. That's why I wake up in the morning. And just so I can have time after my workout and my Bible study to just read, to sip my coffee and just sit on the couch and be still. I plan my afternoon sometimes where I don't book clients and I just enjoy that time that Alex is napping to just relax and read and just rest. And I also don't do it all. I do have help. My husband helps out, my mother-in-law, my mom, um, my cousins sometimes come to help me with the kids. And so my sister-in-law comes all the time. So I'm never alone, right? And so ask for help, plan out your week, stay on top of your week, look at the pockets of your day that you can actually be productive and your future self will be proud of you for getting that thing done. And also plan out rest and make sure that you have that right balance of productivity and rest because rest is also productive and rest can rejuvenate us and help us more effective, be more effective in the things that we have to do. And so this was, <laughs> excuse me, a little longer of an episode, um, but I hope that these questions, whoever submitted them, um, three, three different women submitted these, but I hope that you got the answers that you were looking for. And I can't wait to chat. Our next episode will be in November. I can't believe it. I hope everyone has a great day. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.